The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. All right, uh, this isn't a show I wanted to do, but due to yet another hurricane coming at me, uh, it's what I got. So recently there was uh, some science news about uh, a gas being released on the planet Venus uh, that can only come from a life form. So <laughs> some alien farted on Venus. <laughs> Apparently some microbe gave off some gas or whatever. So I thought, oh, that could be a good subject for a show. And I would discuss with clips of my previous uh, audio dramas, or dramas, <laughs> comedies, I guess, uh, uh, that, that involved Planet Venus. So there was Venus Attacks, which was a parody of War of the Worlds uh, for one of my Halloween specials. Um, and I figured I, I did replay it once again uh, last year, I believe. And uh, that was going to be it, but I figured clips and stuff would do for this purpose. And then, re- uh, which should have been obvious, uh, revealed that uh, Bubba Stargon takes place in the same universe as that did. And uh, as time goes on, you'll discover there's far more connections with these stories than you thought. <laughs> Uh, a shared universe isn't that the, the the end thing to do now so although a shared multiverse if you will as as this goes uh, also revealed in uh, Bubba Stargon so uh, there was the, the Venus attacks story and then there was Bubba Stargon uh, story titled Miranda which is a moon of Uranus <laughs> yeah I know and uh, it involved uh, a story that was an attack by the Venusians, uh, the people of Venus. Uh, so, and they decided to use an old form of attack that they had done in the past. And what was it? Well, this is what happened uh, in Venus attack. So there you go. I I've edited it down to cut down for time of the of the two versions, uh, but it is very long, and hence the running time of this episode. So basically, for uh, I guess Halloween. <laughs> month jeez <laughs> so, ah, uh, here's a double feature of Venus attacks Bubba Stark <laughs> and uh, hopefully I can have a show next week I just don't know uh, how long power will be out this time depending on what damage I'll suffer from the storm so I do enjoy this episode Time for the top of the news from KRP 101 AM News. It's 8 PM. The deadline for a budget deal came and went, so once again the government will shut down. Congressional leaders said the president was being a grandstanding doo-doo head, to which the White House responded, I know you are, but what am I? Authorities are still baffled by a series of power outages across the nation this week. The mystery is compounded by the fact that power outages are being reported all across the world. Some have speculated on recent unusual atmospheric conditions, while others suggest possible terrorism. But Homeland Security said there's no evidence of terrorism. Uh, there's no evidence of terrorism. The investigation remains ongoing. 
In a possible related story in science news, NASA has been reporting on strange seismic and atmospheric activities on the planet Venus. Some theories range from natural phenomena to wormholes opening and warping space around our planetary neighbor. No theories, however, on whether this is linked to Earth's recent atmospheric occurrences. In local news, Mayor Biggins says plans for the downtown restoration will go forward, despite Bed Bath & Beyond withdrawing plans for a store next to Rotorooter. In weather tonight, we have a chilly 60 degrees with patches of fog with a full moon to boot. Perfect for Halloween. That's the news. Now stay tuned for Saul Chonga Nightly. Saljonga Nightly! Yeah, this is Saljonga, and I'm going to be spending my Halloween night with you! As my regular listeners know, each Halloween I play for you an old radio scary story. And tonight I'm playing the champion of them all. I've played it before, but it's been a while, so I'm bringing it out again. I am, of course, referring to Orson Welles' classic adaption of the H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds story. In 1938, this story was adapted into a radio play by writer Howard Koch and was presented as a breaking news broadcast that ultimately fooled a million Americans into believing the world was being invaded by Martians. As a result, the show cemented itself as one of the all-time great Halloween scares. So, we'll get into that, and after War of the Worlds, I'll take your calls on what your favorite ghost stories, horror movies, and Halloween memories are. But for now, sit back... And enjoy the War of the Worlds. The Columbia Broadcasting System and its affiliated stations present Orson Welles and the Mercury Theater on the Air in The War of the Worlds by H.G. change in temperature. A slight atmospheric disturbance of undetermined origin is reported over Nova Scotia, causing a low-pressure area to move down rather rapidly over the northeastern states, bringing a forecast of rain accompanied by winds of light gale force. Maximum temperature 66, minimum 48. This weather report comes to you from the Government Weather Bureau. We take you now to the Meridian Room in the Hotel Park Plaza in downtown New York, where you will be entertained by the music of Raymond Raquello and his orchestra. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. At 20 minutes before 8 central time, Professor Farrell of the Mount Jennings Observatory, Chicago, Illinois, reports observing several explosions of incandescent gas occurring at regular intervals on the planet Mars. The spectroscope indicates the gas to be hydrogen and moving toward the Earth with enormous velocity. Professor Pearson of the observatory at Princeton confirms Farrell's observation and describes the phenomenon as, quote, like a jet of blue flame shot from a gun, unquote. 
We now return you to the music of Ramon Raquello playing for you in the Meridian Room of the Park Plaza Hotel situated in downtown New York. Sorry to interrupt, folks, but we've got a news bulletin concerning the Carlos area that's, uh, that's south of Sulphur. Uh, an explosion has rocked a wooded area on Highway 108 West. No word yet on what caused the explosion, but authorities say the resulting fire is spreading rapidly and they're asking drivers to avoid Highway 108 West. Uh, again, an explosion has occurred in Carlos tonight. We'll bring more details as we get them, but for now, back to the War of the Worlds. We now return you to Carl Phillips at Grover's Mill. Ladies and gentlemen, am I on? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, here I am, back of a stone wall that adjoins Mr. Wilmer's garden. From here, I get a sweep of the whole scene. I'll give you every detail as long as I can talk and as long as I can see. More state police have arrived. They're drawing up a cordon in front of the pit. About 30 of them. No need to push the crowd back now. They're willing to keep their distance. The captain's conferring with someone. Can't quite see who. Oh, yes, I believe it's Professor Pearson. Yes, it is. Now, now they've parted, and the professor moves around one side, studying the object while the captain and two policemen advance with something in their hands. I can see it now. It's a white handkerchief tied to a pole. Flag of truce. If those creatures know what that means, what anything means. Wait a minute. Something's happening. A humped shape is rising out of the pit. I can make out a small beam of light against a mirror. What's that? There's a jet of flame springing from the mirror and it leaps right at the advancing men. He strikes them head on. Lord, they're turning into flames. Ah! The whole field's caught up by the woods. The bars, the, the gas tanks, tanks of the automobiles are spreading everywhere. Coming this way now, about 20 yards to my right. We're getting word that the explosion in Carlos was the result of a meteor smashing into the woods. <laughs> I, I know, this sounds like a Halloween joke, but uh, but sadly, no, we, this is happening. Uh, the fire department has as of yet to get the fires under control, and, and we're getting reports that several people are homeless, and there, oh, oh well, there are at least 10 fatalities. Oh, man, this is... This is just... Salt. Oh, yeah? Uh, Salt, newsroom's going to take this over, so uh, if you could wrap it up, and then we'll come in on this. Oh, 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 uh, okay. Uh, th that was Edgar Bluntley from our newsroom department, and they're going to take over to uh, cover this meteor story. Uh, so uh, stay safe, folks. Uh, this is KRAP 101 AM. This is Edgar Bluntley of KRAP News. As reported earlier, the fire department is still battling a raging forest fire off Highway 108 West in Carlos. The fire is said to be the result of a meteor impact on the Nelson Ranch property. Our very own Phyllis Carlson is on her way there to give us a report from the scene. In the meantime, reports from law enforcement are telling us that at least 15 houses are lost and that as of now, 40 people are dead with 80 more seriously injured. 
The fire departments of both Lake Charles and Sulphur have joined the Carlos Fire Department in an effort to control the blaze. Mayor Biggins has canceled the Civic Center Halloween party as resources are needed for... Phyllis is online. Oh, oh, she is? Yeah. Okay, we're going to Phyllis Carlson, who is on the ground in Carlos. Uh, Phyllis? This is Phyllis Carlson reporting from the Nelson Ranch in Carlos. The scene here is like something out of a movie. Several divisions of law enforcement are on the Nelson property as the fire department largely has the fire west of here contained. Um, what has a growing crowd here occupied is the apparent impact crater of the meteor that caused all of this. Phyllis? Phil- Phyllis, this is Edgar Bluntly. Yes, Edgar? So this meteor hit the Nelson Ranch? Yes, that's right. Uh, well, how much of the property survived? Well, actually, most of it, as the fire mostly ignited the wooded area west of the ranch itself. The crater is actually located in a pasture before the woods. Were there were there any eyewitnesses to the impact? Oh, uh, uh, yes, as, as it happened to have with me Buck O'Nelson, owner of the Nelson Ranch. Uh, uh, Mr. Nelson, uh, I understand you witnessed the meteor crash? Well, no, uh, I was in the house watching swamp people when one of them damn telemarketers called me to talk my ear off about credit debt or some such. Uh, yes, and, and, and then the meteor hit? Well, well, yeah. It was so damn loud it shattered my windows. My ears are still ringing. Well, uh, considering the rest of the damage, you really kind of lucked out, huh? Lucked out? That flaming hole in my pasture right there? That's where my cattle used to be. I'm ruined! Ain't no insurance for burning shit oh, from the oh, sky. Okay, uh, thank you for your story. What? Hey, I wasn't done. Where uh, is my ass? Oh, I, I apologize. This, uh, this is live, so yeah. Uh, it, uh, it appears the police have surrounded the crater and and are preventing people from getting any closer. Phyllis, uh, why is that, Phyllis? Is there is there still a threat from fire? No, Edgar. It's there's there's something strange about this meteor. Meteor? You can actually see the meteorite? I mean, it's still intact? Well, it's... I I don't think it's a meteorite. It's... This this thing is huge and, and smooth and shaped like... Well, uh, like like an egg. An egg? Could... Uh, I... Could this be a crash satellite? Well, Ed, that would be my guess, but the... Oh, oh, oh my. Phyllis? Phyllis, what is it? What's going on? Uh, Ed, this, uh... This egg-shaped thing in the crater, it's... It's rising out of the crater, and literally hovering above the ground. Oh! Um, uh, it, what, what, we're gonna back out of here and uh, uh, try to get to a safer distance. Okay, Phyllis, yeah, you do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll call uh, back. Y- yes. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we wait to hear back from Phyllis on the scene in Carlos, we are getting reports that meteors, or these objects, rather, are landing outside Houston... Austin, Texas, Biloxi, Mississippi, uh, back here in Louisiana in Baton Rouge, uh, Denver, Colorado, Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, I, uh, just all over the nation. It's it's just a steady stream of these 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 landings. Uh, even reports from Mexico. It uh, this this clearly is something more than a uh, a meteor shower. We're we're also hearing that the the governor has called out the National Guard and troops are being dispatched to Carlos and, and the Baton Rouge area as we speak. Uh, also, uh, Phyllis. Uh, okay, Phyllis is back with us, so uh, we'll, we'll go to Phyllis. Phyllis. Yes, Ed. I- I'm with Captain Kevin LeBlanc of the state police, who are trying to clear traffic for emergency personnel and uh, the National Guard. Isn't that right, uh, Captain? Yes, that's right. 
Uh, access to Interstate 210, Highway 27, uh, Highway 108 West are being denied to civilian traffic to make way for the guard. People are advised to stay in their homes until further notice. Uh, we're seeing National Guard helicopters circling the, um, the, the thing. Yeah, that's right. The, the National Guard will be handling the, uh, this, this thing. And so, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I, I gotta go. Uh, uh, okay, uh, it appears the Guard is starting to show up now. Uh, and I, I believe that's Brigadier General Derek Malonso talking with Captain LeBlanc. Uh, Villas, uh, while we're waiting to hear what's going on there, why don't you give us a more detailed description of, uh, of this object? gentlemen there has been a power outage a massive one throughout uh, the lake charles area and we are on generator power now but uh, internet service remains down uh we got phyllis back oh okay uh phyllis oh uh, yes ed something's happening uh some people with general Maloso are approaching the egg and it, the egg and well uh, the bottom third of it appears to be separating from the rest of it and there, there's uh, some, some sort of pink or purple glow coming from it and it, oh We've lost contact with Phyllis Carlson. I, I, I don't know what to make of this. It it, it appears we're under some sort of attack. We've got Dan Reeves from WHAT TV Seven on the phone from the scene. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 Dan, Dan, this is Edgar Bluntley. Uh, what's going on? Oh, Ed, total chaos. Uh, the giant egg has left the scene, but it appears to be going north. While the left, left how? It's flying, just just floating across the fields here. I, uh, fighter jets are engaging it, but it, it, it's shooting them down. <coughs> oh, uh, but uh, Dan, D- Dan, do you see our Phyllis Carlson? Uh, we've lost contact with her. Well, uh, <coughs> well, Ed, that's that's what I'm getting at here uh, about uh, about this chaos. It, uh, <coughs> it, it seems this pink gas is uh, it's making the men. <coughs> What? What? What do you mean? <coughs> the women, including Phyllis, are now attacking the men. <laughs> they're, they're. Look, I don't know how to say this, but they're, they're literally castrating the men with their teeth. 
Sirens. Yanks here. It, uh, uh, it, it appears, yes, yes, uh, I see it now. Uh, uh, hovering just above the Lake Charles Civic Center. Surrounded <coughs> in, in a pink haze. <coughs> God, there's a thick stench of rotten tuna in the air. <coughs> uh, more fighter jets are firing on the egg. <coughs> and oh! <coughs> they got it! They got a hit! <coughs> The egg's burning and, and, and wobbling it. <coughs> oh no! There's, there's a second egg. It's, it's shooting the jets down. We want to eat your balls. <coughs> what? No! No! <coughs> no! Stay back! <coughs> balls! balls. <coughs> no! Balls. No! Balls. <coughs> <coughs> Listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Water. You can drink it. You can swim in it. And if you're not careful, you can die in it. Piranha. Piranha. The deadliest flesh eaters of all. Their razor teeth can strip a man to bone in seconds. And now they're here in the lakes and rivers of America. Piranha. They'll eat you alive. From New World Pictures rated R under 17, not admitted without parents. Hooey! Where could I get a shirt like that? <laughs> oh, you need only look at the Mr. Nelson stores and shops. Stores and shops? You mean there's more than one? That's right. 
You see, you can go to the Mr. Nielsen store at Zazzle.com where there's all sorts of hats and shirts and sweaters and other good things like that with all kinds of Nelson art. And of course, the Mr. Nelson Show logo. Or you can head over to Society6 for the other Mr. Nelson store where there again, more articles and apparel and other nice little things with Nelson art all over them. And last but not least, you can head to the Teespring store, the Mr. Nelson shop, where, yes, you guessed it, more Nelson shirts and mugs and stickers and other great cool things of Nelson art all there for you. So, of course, the choice is yours. The stores are many. So look up Mr. Nelson stores at Mr. Nelson shop at Society6Zazzle.com and Teespring.com. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, don't. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Ship's log. Captain Bubba Stargon reporting. Well, repairs are still underway on both the Edsel and, of course, the Uranus station, uh, where we figured out a way to hook up the debris and reconstruct the station won't be quite the same it was but due to the war supplies are limited and uh, shipments of new supplies well are a bit erratic on schedule so we're gonna have to make do but so far so good but in the meantime most of our operations are still having to be run out of some space that we seized at the local Astro Cosmo Star Stop. And the manager is dealing with it. You can tell he's annoyed, but hey, it's wartime, you know. So here we are. Meanwhile, of course, Dr. Saris Lear is already starting preliminary work on his top secret project. And, uh, but of course, can't get that out of the way until we can get the new station up and running so he can have a more secure environment to do stuff that's you know, secret and uh, top priority and whatnot. In the meantime, uh, we were supposed to check in with the uh, Outer Rim uh, Moon Base, Moon Base Miranda, but uh, so far they're uh, two days late on the report, so uh, somebody had to head over there and check it out. So Mr. Spot and Deputy Polyp uh, took a shuttle out there, and uh, we should be hearing back from them any time now, so. Everything's looking on the up and up, and uh, on a personal note, I'm still slamming that green ass of Lieutenant Ludy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I do mean green. I mean, she's green through and through. And a shaver. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. It's dark out there. Uh, what is it, Butsy? Uh, well, 
you know, there's been quite a few fluctuations in life support and artificial gravity on the old station, and it's causing a lot of problems. So, uh, until we can finally nail it down, we thought in the meantime, I could probably uh, work out a, an alarm array that could warn people that they're about to lose gravity so they could brace for it. Yeah, well, sounds good. Hop to it. Oh, oh, well, I, I don't think I have the necessary technical skills to, to put it together and with a... Uh, Deputy Polyp on the Miranda mission, I don't have anyone to consult with on it that's knowledgeable in those details, so I thought maybe I could get a chance to meet with Dr. Saris Lear and run it by him. Yeah, I'm sorry, Butsy, but uh, no can do. You see, uh, Dr. Lear is all locked up on his own little top-secret project, and uh, so yeah, he doesn't want to be interfered with, so... Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh... You know, I just have to try to work it out with uh, Pal 9000 and uh, wait for her when oh. Polyp returns uh, yeah, oh, to get busy uh, on that. Well, Captain, perhaps if Dr. Lear had an assistant, yeah. he could help things along, speed up his preliminary project, yeah. and give him time to uh, help out Budsy with hers. Yeah, it makes sense to me, Looney Baby, but uh, <laughs> uh, Dr. Lear said he didn't want to be interfered with. You know, the only one he allows to assist him is that stupid talking cat Floyd. So, uh, now nah, I'm sorry, uh, Looney. Nobody's getting in there. Uh, oh, gee, it's really terrible. Speak. I mean, it's going to make it really tough. But I guess things are just going to have to be unexpectedly bouncy around the old station for a while. Especially bouncy for you, Butsy, right? You know, Bubba, that's inappropriate behavior. Now, come on, Looney. Uh, Jeez. Bubba. Lighten up, will ya? We're out here in the <sighs> middle of nowhere, hanging around Uranus. With a war going on? Well... A little levity doesn't hurt. Come on, come on. And, uh, don't be so jealous. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Say, always... uh, is Spot uh, reported uh, in yet? No, not yet. Well, let me know when he checks in. Uh, I'm going to leave you in charge of the control room and head on down to sick bay and see if uh, Booze has managed to sleep off his hangover by now. Oh, God. Uh, so, uh, catch you later, Ludie. Yeah. Yeah, sure, Captain. Meanwhile, far out in the outer rims of the orbit of Uranus, we come to the moon Miranda, where a small shuttlecraft is quickly approaching the area and putting itself in orbit around the moon, and within said shuttlecraft we find Mr. Sput and Deputy Pollock. Scans show they still have power, but life support systems are down. Communication beacon is still offline. Yeah, and uh, not picking up any biorhythms whatsoever. Something really awful must have happened down there. Yes, but we can't determine that unless we go down there ourselves. Right, setting up landing procedure uh, now. No, 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 no. We're oh. not going to land the craft down there. It's too dangerous. If this could be the result of an enemy attack, oh. they could be waiting to take the shuttle. Well, and use it say. to infiltrate the Uranus station. No, no, we can't allow that. We'll have to zap down. Pal 9000. Yes, Deputy sir. Polyp and I will be zapping down to Moon Base. You will keep constant monitoring of our situation. If we run into any trouble, you can zap us back immediately. Yes, sir. Preparing necessary calculations for computation for teleport chamber now. And so, Mr. Spot and Deputy Polyp zap down to Miranda Base. And once they materialize within the confines of said Miranda Base... Oh, oh, man. Steady, Paula. Sorry, sir. Uh, every time I use the teleport to zap anywhere, it conjures up the memories of what happened when I had that debris shoved up my ass. Well, that's, I guess, understandable, Paula. Yeah, 
Uh, it makes my rectum go into convulsions. Uh, I didn't need to know about that little detail, Deputy oh, Bob. Yeah. Holy what? shit! What is it? Oh, good lord. Oh, man. They're all frozen to death. What the hell happened? I guess when the life support went down, the freezing temperatures of Miranda overtook them, but, but why didn't they try to escape? I don't know, Polyp. Based on what I'm seeing here, it appears the crew killed each other. Oh, man. Yeah, that... that... that woman is, like, biting that man's crotch. And stranger still, notice his testicles on the size of cantaloupes. Oh, man. What do you suppose caused all this? I mean, I it can't know. just be sudden, you know, mass hysteria or whatever. No, no, of course not. But we're going to have to find the clues, perhaps, in the station's logs, which would be secured within their data, but everything's frozen over. We're going to need to reconnect the communication array so that the beacon can transmit all its data back to the shuttle. Yeah, well, that's going to be tough. I mean, it looks like the communication array was totally trashed. Can you repair it? Let me see what I can do here. All right, while you're doing that, check on the backup. I'm dubious as whether or not it could survive this freezing temperature, but if it's in any at all viable, we'll take that too in case we can't reconnect the beacon. Yeah, okay. Oh, damn. Damn, just... Wires, if I could just... splice them back together, I think this could work, but... Damn, gloved hands just... can't articulate... They All right, I'm gonna have to take off my gloves here. Okay, oh... Jeez, everything's biting cold. I gotta hurry. Just, dude, come on. Let's there. Oh yeah, it worked. Yes, it did. But that alarm—it's—it's it's a quarantine alarm. Quarantine. It's possible they must have suspected a pathogen was at the root of this sudden madness for the crew. If we can get the medical logs, then the data stream. We should be able to get more clues as to what possibly happened here. Uh, okay. You got a clear signal now, you should be able to transmit. All right. Pile 9000. Yes, sir. Prepare to receive data from Moonbase Miranda. Uploading Miranda base data now. All right, a few minutes will be. What the hell was that? I don't know, ready your ray gun. Uh, okay, but. Don't uh, oh, just. Seems to be coming from the infirmary. Oh, man, it's, there's no lights down there. We'll use our flashlights. Now, come on. Uh, screw that. Let's just zap ourselves out of here. We can't, Paula. What, what do you mean we can't? You, you told Pal 9000 to zap us out of here. Yes, it's the first sign of danger. Yes, but that was before Pal 9000 was busy uploading all the data from Moonbase Miranda. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Damn it, Paula. Uh, Either that creature confronts us or we confront it. Oh, man. Well, you're in charge, so right. you should take the lead, right? Well, yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah, I'm right behind you, Spot. You better be. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's definitely an infirmary. Yeah. All right. You stand over there. Okay. Take aim. Yeah. I'm gonna open the door. Okay, I'm ready. I don't see anything except... Wait, over there. What? Yes, I'm a, I'm a cat, 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 woman, 
I'm a nurse here. My name yeah. is Christine Cathedral. Hey, lady. You scared me so bad I put my pants. I'm very sorry about that, but I didn't know anyone else was here. And when I heard noises, I thought you were more of the attackers. Oh, what the hell happened here anyway? Well, it all started about five days ago when the men began to show signs of, of, of sickness and pain in their groins. And we began to notice severe inflammation in their testicles. Oh, That's when all the female crew members began to have psychological breakdowns and began to attack the men, demanding to, well, eat the testicles. I, I don't, it's what they said. I don't oh, know what was going on. They tried to fight back, but the men began to succumb to the pain in their groin and were unable to, and the women were fighting them, and they were fighting back, and the life support systems got damaged, and everything just went into chaos, and, oh, and then it all got very quiet, but I didn't know what was going on out there, what to do. There was no communication beacon. I didn't know what to do. I'm just a nurse. <laughs> yeah, well, that's really a tough story there. Yeah, sure it is. I can't help but notice you are female, and yet you seem to be perfectly well, fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. We couldn't figure that out. We would find out it's high when all the brothers went uh -huh. The doctor suspected because of my hybrid nature. I oh, was yeah. unaffected by whatever this possible pathogen was. Yeah, it's probably it. Another likely story. A pathogen that just comes out of nowhere. This is obviously some sort of germ attack. I suspected as much, but I mean, how could it have gotten to here? Yes, unless, of course, there was a mole. Oh, yeah, and then they stupidly got themselves killed. Serves them right. Or they were immune to it and survived. You don't need me! Well, you're still alive when everyone else is dead, aren't you? Oh, come on, Dogs are all alive! Well, and cats are always selfish, narcissistic, oh, psycho. Yeah. Come on. You bigoted Download of Moonbase for random data files complete. Oh, hey. I guess that means we can teleport out of here. Yes. And we'll bring Pristine Cathedral here along with us. And once we analyze the Miranda data, we'll know whether or not she should be charged with mass murder and treason. Meanwhile, back at Uranus Patrol Tipperary Headquarters at the Astro Cosmo Star Stop. Hey, Ludy, do you ever think of, you know, wearing a nightcap when you sleep? What? what? No. Why, why would I do that? Well, it's just, you know, your ears keep poking me in the face when you toss around in bed. Oh, God, Bubba! Hey, look, you nearly poked my eye out last oh, night. God, excuse me, Let's hear it. Uranus Patrol. This is Admiral Johnny Ray from Space Patrol Command. Space date 12.2218. Huh? Damn, this is old. Intelligence reports indicate a Venusian covert ops team will be in your vicinity soon. Oh, great. Preliminary sources believe that they are attempting to conduct a secret weapons test on your crew members. What? Be on the lookout for Venusian interlopers. Capture if you can, destroy if you must. Uh, geez, thanks for the heads up. A little Space late, huh? Command out. Based on that timeline, that 
the Venusians could already be here. I mean, this message yeah. is over three months old. Exactly. I mean, what the hell? Why are they taking forever to send us four month or three months old messages? I mean, what the hell? It's because the Martians huh? have been damaging the communication satellite array. Oh, Dr. Lee. Ordinarily, we could get messages much faster, but now, without the satellite array network set up as it was intended, it could take weeks. And now even months before we can get messages. Yeah, that's just great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, we're lucky we're still alive here. The Minutians could have killed oh, us already. Oh, the Minutians and the Martians, we have already won the war. We won yes. the Well, but see, if my experiment is successful, there will be a new means of communication far superior. Relay satellites. Yeah, that's great. But in the meantime, we got some psycho Venusian bitches out there trying to murder us all. Well, at least our communication in our near vicinity still works well. I just got word from Mr. Spot. Oh, good. Let's hear it. Bubba. Hey, Spot. What's been going on at Moonbase Miranda? Not much, because everyone there is dead. What? Except for one survivor, whom I suspect has guilty knowledge of the deed or may actually be the perpetrator because it appears everyone at Moonbase Miranda was murdered through the use of germ warfare. Duh, there you go. That's the Venusian secret weapon and we couldn't warn Moonbase Miranda because their phone service sucks. I guess you think this pristine cat bitch is the one responsible for the whole thing, huh, Spot? Yes, I mean, she was the only survivor? Yep. And, well, someone did it. Yeah. So, I think that pretty much solves the case right there. Sure. Well, I I, I huh? don't know, man. I mean, she seemed pretty frightened and, uh, well, you know, really upset. Yeah, So, but, I, I mean, you might just be jumping to conclusions there. Yeah, no one asked you, Deputy well, Pollock. Now, hold on a minute, Spot. What? Deputy Pollock raises some pretty important issues here. And he's right. We can't just rush to a conclusion like this with only circumstantial evidence. We'll have to conduct a thorough investigation into this incident well, to determine whether or not Nurse Pristine here is indeed guilty of a crime and not is. a victim herself. Oh, yeah. no. Ah, Spot, come on. Yeah, she's right. We gotta do an investigation. You know, that's the, the rules of the law or something like that. Anyway, uh, transfer all the medical data to uh, Booze. He can overlook it. And take a look well, at what this possible germ warfare, whatever, uh, is, you know? Uh, he's a doctor. Yeah, That's what he's supposed to do. Is he sober? <laughs> is he? Uh, hey, Butsy. Yes, sir? Make a pot of coffee. Uh, oh, oh, okay, sir. Uh, uh, sir, uh, uh, is, does this mean the doctor is uh, too under the weather to take see patients? Nah, nah. Once he gets a few cups of coffee in him, he'll be fine. Besides, uh, okay. wh wait a minute. Whoa, so uh, you're uh, not feeling so great yourself, huh? Because, I mean, jeez, no. you're almost as green as Ludie. <laughs> yeah, I think I got a little space sickness on the way over, so I was just hoping he could, you know, give me a look-see. Yeah, yeah, sure. Say, Butsy, when you got that coffee ready, uh, give a few cups here to Deputy Pollop, and he'll bring it down to the infirmary for uh, Dr. Booze. Oh, okay, sir. Two cups coming up. Bubba, in the meantime, I think I should... Restart my interrogation of Nurse Pristine. Well, not uh, without yeah, legal well. counsel, President Spot. What? 
Just whose side no, are you on? Spot, come on. What's that supposed to mean? You know what it means. Uh, I mean, come on now. This woman is obviously guilty. You don't know. Here's yeah, clothes. Man. Let's Dude, deal with it. Why are we time on your kangaroo court, Spot? Whoa. We may have a Venusian <laughs> attack vessel out there somewhere waiting to launch an attack on us again. Yeah, that's a good point. Or the Venusian simply put a sleeper agent within oh, our God. own staff at Miranda Moon Base. And that sleeper agent... That's was not... Nurse Pristine? Oh, damn all right, all right, look, uh, Spot, you can go question Pristine. Finally. <laughs> you're in charge of trying to locate any possible anomalous vessels out there that may or may not be well, Venusian. Well, yeah, I've already been conducting that. I managed to set up a detective network using the PAL 9000 units to be set up as drones in order to probe the Uranus orbital area for any unregistered vessels. Damn. That's pretty smart there, Ludie. Yeah, outstanding. Well, well, thank you, Papa. Yeah. And don't think I don't appreciate it, Ludie. I do. Back tonight, gonna give you a reward. My drone's gonna probe your Uranus. <laughs> Papa! What? Come on, well, come on. Wait. The signal's coming in. Pal 9000, report! Unregistered vehicle in vicinity of Uranus. No, Unresponsive man. to commands for identification. Pal 9000! We've lost it. Yeah, no shit. Hand, they've come under attack and the probe has been destroyed. Yeah, and those damn things ain't cheap. Alright, uh, pinpoint the coordinates where that drone was and, uh, fire up the Edsel and we'll pursue to that area and take out that damn Venusian ship. Right, we'll get right on it immediately. If it is a Venusian ship. In the meantime, I'll interrogate Nurse Pristine. Yeah, you can do that when we get back, Spot. Gonna need what? you on the Edsel, so come on, uh, step up. Alright. Meanwhile, back at the infirmary, which is the temporary infirmary, which is now located behind the kitchen of the Astrocosmo Star Stop, which is now the temporary headquarters of the Uranus Patrol, while repairs are ongoing at their space station. Anyway, we find Booz examining Deputy Polyp. I... Does it hurt here? No. How about here? No. Well, uh, what about down here? Uh, oh! Oh! Yeah. In fact, that's... Uh, that's where most of the pain is. Uh, well... Oh, jeez, that's smart. Yeah, you probably should have told me that in the first place. All right. Drop your pants. Let's see what we're dealing what? with. What? Oh, I mean, can't you just figure it out? Not unless I examine the area, you idiot. Uh, come on now. Uh, you think I enjoy this? Ain't no day no, in the beach but... for me. Uh, just uh, hang on a minute. Well, uh, it's a Butsy. <laughs> yeah, send me some more coffee. No, no. Uh, that's a deer. Well... Yeah, look, come on, drop your drawers. Uh, it's not my fault you hooked up with some hooker somewhere. Oh, now, you, come you, on. You caught something, huh? No. That's what you're worried about? No. Well, let's just, let's just get all to the right, bottom right. of this. Otherwise, you're going to have a sore bottom all yeah. weekend long. And Holy shit! What? Oh, man! Oh, no! I've seen some inflammation in my day, but good God, your balls are the size of cantaloupes. Oh, man, it's... it's it's just like with Miranda. Miranda? Is that the name of some tranny prostitute you hooked D up with? No, damn it, there was no hooker. This is some germ warfare. Germ warfare? What yeah. the hell? Ah, just lay the back there. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, nurse, okay. nurse, get in here. We're going to need a sample of this. Good God of my yes, name. Yes, Dr. Hatfield. Oh, 
Alright, just relax. This, uh, will take but a, a minute. It's... Oh, wow, they're huge. They're just... Yeah, I know. Really big. It, uh, starting to look a little tasty. Just, what? Just maybe a little, a little hey, nibble. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Just one bite of Jeez! Hey, oh, Lieutenant Butcher, yeah. thank God! Oh, I, I was bringing you the coffee when I saw oh, yeah. taking the dippity oh, pot there, so I was forced to use my recon. Yeah, good thing, too. You had no choice, though. I don't sweat it, Lieutenant Butcher. You did the right thing, believe you me. Jeez, I don't know what came over. It's, it's just like at Miranda Base. What do you mean? All the women, they attacked the men and bit their balls off. What? God. Oh, yeah. Uh, what the hell? The, 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 the medical data from the movie Miranda. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to boot that up here. Yeah, okay. In the meantime, uh, I'm going to need your assistance oh. here, Butsy. Uh, we're so low-staffed yeah. here. That was my only nurse. Uh, we got to patch up Polyp here and try to save oh, what's oh. left of his Oh, no. I, oh, I, no, no. I'm all thumbs up. Uh, I now, Butsy, damn it! I, there's no other nurses around. You're gonna have to step up. I'll guide you through it. What? There is another nurse. There's Nurse Pristine. Who? Meanwhile, Captain Bubba Stargon, Mr. Sput, and Lieutenant Looney are aboard the Edsel in pursuit of a suspected Venusian vessel. Definitely detecting a vessel's ion trail. Somewhere near the vicinity of the coordinates relayed by the PAL 9000 drone. Okay, here's to be heading straight for the Trojan asteroids. Oh, Get boy. lost in the air tracking that will be more difficult, if not dangerous. Yeah, okay, Spot. Uh, fire off uh, a cannon blast array in the vicinity. See if that'll uh, light them up. Run away. Firing cannon array now. Uh, Bubba, are, are you okay? You're not. You're not looking um, so great. I don't know, Ludi. I just can't seem to get comfortable. Got this. Oh, jeez. This pain in my groin. I. Groin. Oh, jeez. I just can't. No matter what position I shift, you know, I. Oh, man. I, maybe I just need to walk around a bit. Oh, whoa. No, no, no. Uh, oh, okay, boy. Bubba. Maybe you should go lie down in the cabin. Oh, wait a minute, Bubba. What? This might have something to do with the. Oh, no. Force field is holding. Uh, hurry up, return fire spot. Bubba. The enemy vessel's calling us. Alright, let's hear it. Uranus Patrol Vessel. This is Commander Bova Threshold of the Venusian Empire. Hey, how you doing? Surrender now, lest you what? suffer further pain. Why the hell would I do that? We're still a full functional vessel and our force field's holding. Maybe you ought to surrender. I think not, Uranus Patrol. <laughs> You're already showing signs of having been infected by our little gift to you. <coughs> by now, your testicles must have swollen to the size of cantaloupes. It's only a matter of minutes before your female crewmate can no longer deny the compulsion she suddenly feels to consume your testicles. Um, Soon after suffering that oh, agony, you'll die and bleed out of the crotch. Ah, oh, surrender, and we'll give you the cure. <laughs> You're out of your gourd, you crazy twat. Ludi and I got a relationship you couldn't possibly understand. Ludi, what are you doing? Ludi, come on. 
You don't have to prove it, Job. You don't have to get Now, well, what are you doing? Holy shit! Spot, you shot Ludi! Only with a stun taser, she'll be all right. Oh, well, all right. Um, well, it seems you've won this round, Greatest Patrol, but oh, this you won't be so fortunate uh, next time until we uh, meet again. Uh, Spot, later, uh, get the atomic torpedoes ready and blow that fucking vessel away. Uh, yes, sir. We're, we're, we're willing to discuss death. No, 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 goodbye, no. so long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Spot, uh, see if you can get an ice pack. Oh, right. And, uh, get booze on the horn. Yes. He's got to have some kind of solution to this. Well, let's hope so. We did give him the data from Miranda Base, but yeah. obviously they didn't find a solution for this thing. Holy crap. What if my balls explode? Oh, no, Bubba. Here, sit on this bag of ice. Oh, yeah. I'll get Dr. Hatfield. Uh, that feels better. Oh. Edsel to Dr. Hatfield. Come in, Hatfield. This is Edsel to Dr. Hatfield. Hello, Edsel. Nurse Pristine? What are you doing out of your cell? Where's Dr. Hadfield? requested that I be released because he needed my assistance. He's the only nurse available on the station now, since most of the women now have gone insane trying to eat the testicles of your male crew members. Because of the germ warfare you released on the station. Blow it out, you Wormfield butthole, you son of a bitch! Damn it. Come on, what's the deal here? Dr. Hatfield! Hey, Spot Buddy! Yeah, how's it hanging? <laughs> oh, God, you're drunk again and you're letting this, way to be, this, Spot. this saboteur destroy Seven. everything at Uranus Patrol! Oh, no, this sweet pussy was helping me Booze. out here. Without her help, it wouldn't have been able to work. Seems they were almost on the right track at that Miranda base, but well, the shit hit the fan and they couldn't what? utilize... What they discovered. Turns out the Venusians had this old virus that they tried to use in an invasion on Earth way back in the 21st century or some such. What? Some southern town, Louisiana or something like that. I don't know. What? But it turns out there was a, a lot of the cure in the area and it kind of just melted away. And I don't know, the what? Venusians what uh, contracted a yeast infection in there and died out and had to head back to Venus and forgot about the what? invasion. Or something, I don't know. It was a long time ago, but apparently they kept this thing locked away and decided yes, but, to try to use it again booze, now. But, the cure, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, yeah, the cure uh, is alcohol. That's why I what? was immune to it, but uh, Deputy Polyp wasn't. Oh. oh, and by the way, make damn sure your, your idiot crewmen keep their fucking gloves on when they're in a quarantine station. Yeah, the dumbass took it off. When he was rewiring the, oh, that God. communication beacon shit, whatever. Anyway, there you go. So, uh, tell uh, everybody to start uh, cracking open a six-pack. Uh, of course, uh, you probably are immune, too, Spot, being you're not human. But uh, Well, thank yeah. God for that, booze. We'll check back in you when we return home. Bubba, it seems that... Where do you spot? I heard the whole thing. Yes, well... <sighs> Yeah, already starting to feel better. Plus, you know, the ice pack helped with the inflammation. So. Sure, sure. Best speed back to Astro Cosmo, our temporary home away from home. Yes, um, but first I think I'll carry Lieutenant Ludy back down to the, her cabin so she can rest oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good chance she won't even remember what happened on the bridge. Oh, well, we're going to remind her. What, but, but. What would be the point, Bubba? <laughs> Come on, Spot. Can you imagine the how guilt-ridden she'll be? 
Yeah, I think of all the sex I can get out of her when she feels like she owes it to me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ah, man, it still smarts down there. Well, all's well that ends well. <laughs> Join us again for another exciting adventure of Bubba, Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.